What's up, imperfect listeners, and welcome back to Follow Up Friday, a weekly series I've started that features a short clip and soundbite that stood out to me from this week's episode. And this week it was with Mark Metry. I'm going to share my thoughts about it. And on this week's episode, it was a clip about toxic masculinity. Let's get into the clip now. So I think, you know, like anything that's portrayed in the media, I think it's definitely skewed, distorted. And I think for sure there are cases where there is uh, an overwhelming sense of dangerous, arrogant, cocky masculinity, for sure. And that also happens on the female side. And I think that definitely exists for sure. And then I also think there's another side to it where you know, masculinity guys are now just sort of being instantly kind of grouped up into this category against people that sexually assault and rape other people, which is something completely, you know, that's criminal. So I can, you know, speak on this myself for sure in in the terms of like, you know, I remember I was reading this uh, USA Today article and it was describing toxic masculinity and, you know, for sure, some of the keywords they used to describe it, like intimidating, that definitely makes sense. Prone to violence, that definitely makes sense. But then they use some other words in there that I don't, that I have a, t- a tough time agreeing with. Things like having like a lively, motivated ambition, being ambitious, having a ton of energy. They use a lot of kind of those words that, you know, I don't think those things are inherently wrong. Um, and so I think a lot of uh, young males are growing up kind of seeing what's going on in the media and then just kind of being grouped up in sort of umbrella terms of like all guys are doing this or all this. And it's giving, I think, a lot of people a lot of confusion because, you know, for sure, there are some people do that the same way that if you look at any group of people, there's always going to be a percentage of the population that, you know, does some not so great things. You know, I think what Mark is talking about in this clip is very real and it comes down to not knowing what the term toxic masculinity means. And I think that is something that a lot of young men struggle with when it gets thrown around, even myself. I'm not really sure what it means, which is why I tried to avoid it. You know, typically it means toddler in in my head of toxic masculinity is avoiding emotion being that strong determined person at all time not not um you know being too rough but when normally when i think of toxic masculinity is talking down to people you know just being a bad person in general not really having anything to do with who we are as men just being a douchey person um and when it comes down to articles that are written about it it's, it's really easy to feel looped in to the argument it's really easy to be like this is an overly critical piece of, of writing that really doesn't portray me in any sense, but I'm brought into it just because of my, my, you know, sexual organs. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with a lot of the things that are called out for being bad, but you know, to me, it's the same as why are we allowing sometimes women to depict 
and determine what is toxic masculinity. Not that I have anything against it. And I think they should definitely be part of the conversation. You know, men can be very toxic to women and women are often, often the result of that toxic attitude, but that doesn't mean that they should be the ones labeling it or saying every component that is part of it. To me, you know, being strong willed is okay in moderation. You know, being hard headed is okay in moderation. Being sexually driven is okay in moderation. A lot of these things and emotions are okay if you put a leash on them, if you know and you use wisdom to understand that. And wisdom is a process. Wisdom is something that comes with messing up. Um, and you know, when it, it comes down to a lot of the terms that Mark and the article, Mark, you know, says the article uses, it's, it's really hard to be like, you know, how is that toxic? That has nothing to do with me being a bad person or me being a man that is more to do with, you know, just maybe my personality, how I was brought up, you know, if I'm brought up in a house that is you know, of environment that is small town biker gang or something like that. Or, you know, even if a different culture, different cultures have different ways of showing masculinity. Trevor Noah, if you read his book, he'll talk about, um, how in his culture, you know, you, he literally uses the, the terminology that someone said to him is you're only a man. If you hit a woman, that to me is toxic, but in that culture, it's not toxic. And so I think there's a lot of things that are lost in those realms, and labeling a, a term across all men is, is really hard. And it's the same thing with what men do with feminism, saying it's not a thing or not caring about it, or there's, you know, third wave feminism. I get the, the frustration and the anger, but it's not very always the rational thought or the rational opinion. And so when it comes to toxic masculinity, Mark brings up a lot of points that I feel too, in the sense of no one really knows what it is. And there's no clear definition. And it can make a lot of men... You know, what? one thing I always say in, in terms of politics or anything is if a man is on the borderline or if an individual is on the borderline of feeling one way or another and they get a- accusations against them that they are toxic masculine, say if say I'm a, I'm a normal man and or feel like a normal man and I don't know what toxic masculinity is, if I get lured into the toxic masculinity or, or if people start yelling at me that I'm a toxic masculinity just because I'm a man, I'm a man I will more most likely not being an ally on their side. It's, it's not, that does nothing for people to label people as toxic mascul- masculinity. It does nothing to label a centrist person as either a right wing person or a, or a fascist. It does nothing for either side. It's all about communication. And I think we've, we've done too much social distancing from each other. And that's why toxic masculinity is such a confusing term is because no one knows what it means and everyone feels not part of the conversation, especially as men. Um, I don't know if that, any of that made sense, to be honest. But based off this clip, that's kind of what I thought and my thoughts on toxic masculinity as a whole. And, um, you know, I read books both on on traditional masculinity, being hard-headed, as well as kind of the, the softer, newer side of gender identity and, you know, doing the dishes. Like, like that, to, to me that considering as masculinity rather than just being a good person is kind of weird, but I like to read both sides just to, to understand what's going on in either perspective and see if I can argue one way or the other, or at least come at it from a try, try to be unbiased. So that's my thoughts on that clip and talks of masculinity as a whole. And this has been follow up Friday.
I hope you like this new series I'm doing. You know, the reasoning behind it, again, is that I really wanted to start reflecting more on my interviews and episodes, and uh, this was the way to do it with this follow-up Friday series. You know, if you enjoy it, please let me know by sending me a message on Instagram at The Imperfect Pod or connecting with me on LinkedIn. I'm always trying to come up with new ideas for content and creative, and so any advice that you have, always willing to listen. Um Yeah, that's it. And I'll see you all on Wednesday and stay safe from the coronavirus.